Welcome back to Future Dads Club. Membership still won. If you're a future dad, or presently a dad, please subscribe and send me a message. I really don't have a monopoly on vulnerability, so share your thoughts by subscribing, commenting on something that resonated with you, asking a question, or sharing this with a future dad. More Future Dads Club after the... So hearing your story these past 15 minutes or so, I think a stranger hearing this would probably think, oh, that sounded like it was just a breeze. I mean, from from my perspective, I think I noticed, for instance, that early on, there was a lot of things that are unknown. Um, for instance, when you entered labor, there, was, there wasn't a very clear indicator of what, what that was, besides the you know, the, the point in time where you couldn't sleep anymore and you had interrupted, you know, sleep of maybe two to three minutes before something hit. And, and you briefly mentioned that it was 40, 45 hours or almost two days that you were in labor. But towards the end, I mean, just listening to it as a whole, it just sounded like it was just so easy peasy. And um, I feel that maybe there could be something more there that you could share. Yeah, so definitely was not easy peasy. I think overall things went well, but I had ups and downs like anybody would in the birth process. I think in the beginning, the hardest thing about the first day was the uncertainty and just being at home and not knowing, having never done this before, what I'm feeling and what that means. So when you go to a birth class, they tell you, okay, this is what, you know, early labor feels like. This is what active labor and this is what transition feels like. And when people explain it to you, they explain it to you like it's just something easy to understand, but there's no way you can really understand it until you actually go through it yourself. And you know what your body feels like when you're in these different phases. And so I felt in the beginning that I was just kind of like flailing around sort of, not really sure what was going on with me and you know we're really grateful we had our doula who we could be in contact with and um, ask questions and you know sort of get through the first day without going to the hospital for that but but I think that that was a difficult thing about the first part and then once I got to the hospital I think maybe my expectations were high that things would progress really quickly but from the time that I checked in the hospital to the time I gave birth, it was almost another 12 hours. So, you know, and in those 12 hours, there were some very hard hours where I felt like, oh, my God, like, this is a lot of pain. This is really difficult. So I think, you know, the middle part of labor, the difficulty, I think, was just managing my expectations about how long this was going to take and conserving my energy. And then towards the end, it was just full body experience of pain from, you know, the baby coming down. I mean, this is normal, but it's, it's an extremely, um, I hate to say this because when you say this, everybody kind of freaks out and they're like, oh no, I need to get, you know, um, drugs and stuff. Cause I don't think I can handle the pain, but it is extremely painful towards the end. And you feel like, um, at some point the body starts pushing for you, which is a really scary experience where you're like, you know, the pushing just starts happening. Um, <laughs> and you have to sometimes slow it down. And in my case, I needed to slow it down a little bit cause it was happening really fast and we needed to, 
you know, take it at a, at a pace that was going to work for me and the baby. And so um, I think towards the end, just feeling like you've lost some control of your body and your body's just doing stuff and you're along for the ride, I think that can be a sort of challenging experience. It certainly was for me. And then, um, you know, then the last phase, which is the pushing phase where you're like actively pushing and the baby's basically like coming out, that I felt like... I really thought, like, am I going to pass out during this and will they be able to get the baby out? Because I remember leaning back and just pushing so hard and just feeling like what I was doing was not enough to get the baby out. And, you know, I just didn't have enough air and I just felt like, oh, my God, how am I going to get this baby out? And I remember praying and just kind of saying, you know, please, God, just let give me like a couple of good breaths here so I can just do a couple good pushes and get this baby out. And I remember pushing with all my heart and soul, <laughs> like just like push like you've never pushed before, ah, you know, and then the baby's like head came out. And I was like, oh, man. Yay! But yeah, I mean, there was a moment where I was like breathing and I just felt like I couldn't breathe enough to like service my body's oxygen needs and the oxygen needs of pushing a baby out and that was a little bit frightening but it was only for maybe a few minutes where I felt like that and then the baby came out um yeah so I mean those were like sort of points of challenge and you know that and then just like having confidence in yourself that you're gonna get through it because especially if it's taking a long time and it's not going as quickly as you'd hope it would go, you can have moments where you just lose confidence in yourself and think like, well, my body's not going to like survive another, you know, 12 hours of this. So screw it. You know, let's just wheel me in the room and pull the baby out, you know, which is, which is okay. People do that. That's, that's fine. But that's just not what I had wanted to do. And so I think I would have regretted it if I didn't stick it out. And it's difficult to know when you're in the moment, like how much longer you have to go. So that's why it was really important that I had a supportive future dad <laughs> with me and doula and, you know, the midwives and everybody really knew what they were doing. And so that's, that's why that's important. Thank you for going a little deeper. And what I'm hearing is there, there was a lot of prep physiologically that you had done intentionally and that your body helped you through as well. And talking through the preferences, knowing what you now know and understanding that towards the end, you had to will your body into going against its need to push. How much of that mental fortitude that you exhibited and that sort of strength of will would you develop further for another pregnancy yeah I mean a lot of this is like you know mind over body kind of stuff here and I think the thing that prepared me for this experience the most more than even just you know having a doula you know going with a hospital that vibed with the birth kind of process I was hoping to have going with you know the birth preferences sheet doing a birth class all that stuff the thing that I felt prepared me psychologically for this was reading a book where basically the the whole first half of this book is a is stories of women giving giving birth and everybody's kind of firsthand account of how it went down for them and 
you know, in this book, you see like 50 different ways that people give birth and all kinds of things happen throughout the journey. And at the end of the day, everybody's having a healthy baby. And so you read that and you think, okay, you know, there's no one right way to do this necessarily. And like you can have twists and turns and different sort of things that come up that you get through. Um, And the kind of one constant among everybody's stories was that they just said, you know, you have to have confidence in yourself and in your body and your ability to like get yourself through this. And so knowing that and feeling some solidarity with like other women in the world who have gone through this helped give me the confidence to kind of, you know, will my body to do the things that it needed to do at the time that I needed to do them, whether it was accommodate the pain you know, hold on pushing for a few minutes, push when I needed to push, all of that stuff. It was like, you know, just giving yourself some positive talk and knowing that people give birth to babies every day in conditions that are like way less kind of easy than what I had to go through in terms of like being at a hospital and having like, you know, a team of people and like all the medical stuff you need. So, like, there, this has been happening since, like, the beginning of, like, humanity, basically. There's nothing more natural and normal than this. So that, plus just knowing that it's been done before. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we know it's been done before. But, like, reading people's stories and knowing that, oh, you know, this person had a stalled labor, but then it picked back up again. Or this person had a baby with, you know, was, like, not quite in the right position. They fixed that, you know, all these little things that can happen throughout knowing that at the end of the day you can still get to the finish line is really empowering and i would say that you know for other people thinking about doing this uh, a lot of work has to happen before the birth if if you want to have a successful birth and the successful birth could mean for some people that they've educated themselves on all the different options and want to go in and do like a planned c-section I don't want to go through the labor process because that's just not, you know, what their preference is. But 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 the 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 important thing is to to know that going in, to know what you want and to be educated on all the different options and to to be ready. That's all we have for now. Come back next week. <laughs>